Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's topic on the Nazi voice. We are now beginning to um, put it behind the Iron Curtain, right? We're going to put this voice away. We're going to begin to take control over it. It doesn't get to have free reign in our life and just roam in and out and whenever it pleases. It doesn't get to, to just have free space to just demolish all of our work that we've tried so hard to do. So that you guys are now beginning to realize that you really can defeat and you really can overcome this voice that's inside of you that just berates you. It's going to say some hard things about what happens when we have this voice and it has free reign over us and it just gets to come and go as it pleases. Part of this voice of what it does is begin to change our vision to us. We begin to look at us. We begin to see us. And the more that you begin to see you, then you think it kind of has this weird effect. So if you've studied the word and you stayed in the word and you've prayed and then you feel like you are worthy and you deserve something, right? It's really crazy how we get into our headspace. But no, you don't you don't really deserve any of that. You you don't none of us deserve anything at any point at any time. We are all sinners. We we get that. This is not talking in about that relationship. This is talking about how this voice begins to change so that your eyes are more on you and what you aren't, what your shortcomings are, what you lack, or maybe even sometimes they can turn it into, well, you've been a good Christian. Look how much you've studied or look how much you read or look how much you pray for people or whatever that voice is taunting you with because at some point it's that vision that is about me and my vision is not supposed to be about me my vision is supposed to be about him keeping our eyes on Jesus that's that's what we sing about that's what we pray we want to keep our eyes on Jesus but this negative voice this Nazi voice that's inside of our head that taunts us and causes us to walk in fear all that does is keep focus on me it's all about me what I'm doing what I'm not doing what I did what I should have done what I could have done what I would have done what you know anything and everything becomes about me and me and me and me and me and me and more about me. Therefore, we lose that small little sight of Christ because our eyes are supposed to be on Him. 
And we are supposed to receive what he thinks, what he says about us, what he says who we are in him, what he is saying to us about a situation or about someone else. And it's very difficult to hear any of those things when we allow this voice to run over us and we make it all about us. I know that it's hard sometimes not to make it about us because we are the ones that we feel like we're failing at. But he said that to you? Or did he not say that to you? Did he say you were failing? How can you fail at something he has no expectation for you to be able to do? I will never, ever be a rocket scientist. Ever. I mean, I don't know the kind of miracles that Jesus would have to do inside of me for that to happen. But he did not design me to be that way. So why would he expect me to be a rocket scientist, doing rocket scientist stuff, you know, things they do. And I don't have this ability, the skill or whatever to do that. Right? I, I just don't. That doesn't mean that he doesn't take us out of our little shell sometimes and makes us, you know, go into a little bit harder places or places that are uncomfortable, but they're all within our realm of who and what our gifting is of what he set us to be. And I don't have a Nazi voice that accuses me of being a bad rocket scientist because I am. I ain't one. <laughs> it would never work. So that's not what the voice accuses you of, right? The voice accuses you of being bad at, at whatever it is that you're gifted at. If you are a musician and you can play and, and if you make a mistake, you hit the wrong key in the song, do you stop the song and say, well, I can't do this anymore. I'm a terrible, horrible, awful musician. But yet, God's given you this gift. Don't you either, you keep going, or you practice it, or you do it again, and you keep moving, and you keep going, until, you know, you you don't stay stuck on what the mistake is. Right? you got to keep moving. If you're struggling with something, and you're struggling with anger, and you lost it again, well, you just humbly go before him. I've lost it again, Lord. Here I am. You got to heal me. I know that when my kids were itsy bitsy in crib stages still, I would sit in the hallway and just on my knees praying, God help me, God change me, God change me. I knew I had to be changed. And you know what? It didn't happen overnight. I kind of wish it would have, but it did not. And he is most wise. And through time, he has changed me. I have not arrived yet. The changing is still going through the process, like all of us are. But don't get stuck there. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. But if there is any good word for edification according to the need of the moment, say that, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Now, if you put this into what we're talking about, right? Don't let any unwholesome thoughts 
come to you about you. But if there is any good word for edification, according to this very moment, at this moment, say that so that grace can come to you. Right? Because that's really what this verse is saying when you're talking about this verse. The principle is the same. You want the grace. You don't want to have your eyes on you so much of the dang time talking about all of your failures. I know I'm probably must wear my angel out all the time. And he's just like, ah. But he turns his back on me sometimes. Doesn't want to hear it, right? I just stop the thought. I say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I make that train stop. Like, get off that train. I ain't going there. And I will praise him. Because in that moment, as Ephesians 4.29 says, in that moment, there is something awesome and glorious that I can say that gets my eyes off of me me, 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 and puts my eyes and my thoughts back on him, 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 and who he is, and how he is changing me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you don't leave any of us the same, that you are the constant changer of our hearts, of our thoughts, of our beings, of our spirit, that you've given us the power to be able to stand in you and receive your glory, to receive your grace that you have given to us so that we can turn and glorify you to others. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to stay stuck on ourselves and forgive us of that selfishness that we walk in, that it is all about me. When it's not, it's about you. Now, if some of you have felt that real condemnation or conviction, you take a hold of it and put it before the Lord Jesus because no longer is it going to be just about you. It's about your relationship and who he is. You're not going to walk in that self-centered love anymore. You're not going to do it. You're not going to feed the flesh because that's all that thing does is feed that flesh and make it about you. You're not going to do it anymore. You're going to slowly but surely stop it and turn it and turn it and turn it a million times. A million times if you have to. You're going to be turning it for the rest of your life. So go forward and think about today. Those things that have edification according to the moment. So that grace can come to you and change the very heart and soul of your being. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I pray that this blesses you and that you are able to share this with others. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.